This week, we are proud to be sponsored by TextHelp, and I'm here to tell you all about their RyQ Word Challenge. Now, every teacher knows that the best way to improve student writing is to get them to practice, but of course, that's easier said than done. It's hard to keep students motivated sometimes, or even find the time to get everyone writing in the space of one classroom. So imagine being able to give students a little push to write a little bit more and a little bit better each and every day. That's why Text Help is challenging you and your students to write a little more each day. With the RyQ Word Challenge, teachers around the world are working together to get students writing and you can join them too. Download RyQ to track your students' writing and see how far up the global leaderboard your class can get. There's also lots of free resources, tips and writing prompts available to help you get started. So are you up for the challenge? Join today by visiting text.help forward slash get writing. That's text.help forward slash get writing. Hello and welcome to episode 80, season 4, episode 20 of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. We are back, guys. It is the start of the summer term. We hope you've all had a fantastic and restful Easter break. Um, For most of you, we're releasing this on the first day back for a lot of you. Although, weirdly, my school have been back for a week and fumes, totally fumes, because my school seemed to be the only school in the whole entire UK that only had one week off for Easter. So some schools Did were... They only have one, yeah. You only had one week. Now get this, not that I'm going to nitpick here, but we broke up on the... Th- oh no, we broke up on the Wednesday and then it was Thursday. The good first. Yeah, so there was one extra day there and people are like, oh, well, you'll get two weeks at WIT. We always get two weeks at WIT. We've always had two weeks Easter, two weeks WIT. But my kids' school, they had two weeks off in Easter, and then they've got two weeks at WIT as well. And I think they break up two days after when we break up in the summer. So absolutely fuming. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is fantastic that we're in a position now where the roadmap so far is on the straight and narrow. There's not been a U-turn at any point yet, so it's been a week where people have been able to go to beer gardens. But for my poor staff, they had their Easter holidays where you couldn't even do anything. <laughs> it's like a week off. And then it was on Monday, back to school, and they're all looking on Instagram, Facebook, seeing all these other teachers and friends in beer gardens while they're sat there doing phonics. So it's not been a great start <laughs> to the summer term. But... but <laughs> Yeah, um, well, I've, I've obviously made my glorious return uh, to school uh, after obviously shielding uh, in the prior... Make a dramatic re-entrance like in the WWE. <laughs> Where... I did request I did I did request a fog machine, but I was swiftly <laughs> hit back with budgeting problems. Um but no, to be honest, it was, it was, you know what it's like, you know, I was off for so long. I really didn't like being off and everyone knew I didn't like being off. It got obviously once my shielding had finished and the, the way it timed was insane. My shielding ended on my last day of school. So yeah. when the holidays started, my shielding was over. Now I've not been kind of 
you know, I've not been kind of doing anything silly. I went out on one day uh, and if no one's heard it, I basically went out to a beer garden with my wife and, and, and uh, our, like two of our best mates and um, who were also a couple. And the craziest thing is that BBC Radio Manchester just like pulled up and started and like interviewed me. And it's the craziest thing. It's one of them things where imagine if I'd have like been or been one of them people who'd called in sick or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or if yeah. I was like, you know, oh yeah, I might have to self-isolate, but then I'm in having a couple of Billy Merettis in uh, you know what I mean, in Rochdale. And then suddenly it's just like this guy was just like, I'm here to interview you. And I was just kind of like, what? Like it was oh, it was mad. So yeah, I've had one day out in the beer garden and it was good, I have to admit. It yeah. was was good, but um, it's, it's funny. You know, it's like today. I mean, yeah. we're we're recording this Monday, yeah. Monday the nineteenth, and it's glorious. The yeah. weather is glorious. Yet you're making me sit in this leather chair, still virtuoso. Well, or virtual. I even, yeah, I didn't even think. You know, we could have done it in the garden, couldn't we? We could have. Um... We could have been popping tinnies like yeah. we used to do a year ago. Everyone used to love that. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. I can't do that during the week. I mean, the, the the those Wednesday afternoon recording sessions where we'd plow through the uh, Peronis like there's no tomorrow. That was great when you weren't in school the next day. But if you've got, work, you can't be doing it midweek. But yeah, I mean, the I weather don't know. Is... First first day back for me. I'm I'm right in the mood to get leathered. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the weather today has been absolutely glorious. Whereas you know that week. Was it that week, that, that Easter week where it was like sunshine one day and then it snowed the next? <laughs> it was yeah, just like, was welcome insane. to Britain. But it has been yeah. a mad, mad few weeks. Now, the other thing, just going back to Adam's bit there about being interviewed by Radio Manchester, the reason that was uh, a little bit weird is that for anyone who's listening outside of Manchester, is the, the one of the shows, is it the Drive Home show? It's a drive home with Phil Trow, yeah. Yeah, so when we, um, if you remember last last year when we, um, we we did the Sky News interview about hitting a million listens and um, children not being able to social distance and that video went a bit viral, um, they had us on and we did like an interview, didn't we? we ph- they phoned us and we were talk- talking about it and then yeah. we got in touch and they were like, is there any chance you could do a little section like a little few minute recording of an an episode and then we'll put it out. And so we've been doing that sort of maybe once a month uh, over the past year, give or take. Yeah, yeah. So it's the fact that you're in a beer garden in in Rochdale, which is the other side of Manchester to where we are. And out of all the pubs in all of Manchester, that same drive home show found you and ended up interviewing you. So you and Phil were having some... Some bants, weren't you? Me and Phil were, yeah, two, two, two boys catching up after after a minute. Yeah, we were. Uh, well, yeah. Someone someone said on the group when I, if you've not if you've not seen it, I've posted it on the two Mister P's Instagram and on the Facebook group, and it's it's funny because obviously the guy who came was like saying to the host like, "Oh, I've got a surprise for you, actually, Phil." Uh, you know, one the other Mister P from two Mister P's in the podcast, and Phil couldn't believe it. <laughs> it was it was like Silla it was like Silla was back and it was surprise surprise because you know <laughs> Phil Phil lost it and uh, yeah so it was it was it was just it was just mint to be honest and it was uh, 
someone commented on Facebook like plugs McGee. And I have <laughs> yeah. to admit, it it, it was plugs, but it was like um he was plugging more stuff than I was, but yeah. for the two Mr. P's. So I was I was loving every minute of it. Yeah, so it has it has been a mad few. I just don't know where to start this week because it seems obviously we released a couple of chinwags during um the Easter holidays to keep everyone ticking over. But I mean, the last episode that we were doing the way that we are now was what, three, four weeks ago? Four weeks ago now, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And then obviously uh, we had, yeah, we had the live app. Then we had the interview and then, yeah. So it's been a while yeah, yeah. and it's just so many, I mean, I just don't know where to start with everything going on in the world. It's It's been a mad few weeks. I mean, We've not even mentioned the legend who that is, Ollie Ball. <laughs> I mean, he has been keeping me entertained for weeks. Such a simple little idea on TikTok where you sing the lyric to something. Hey, it's Ollie Ball here. I mean, it's just I can't get enough of it. Um, but you you made the shout that he looks a little bit like my stepson Callum, didn't you? Yeah, he well looks like Callum. <laughs> um, but if, if 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 anyone's listening who doesn't know who Wally Ball is, I kind of stumbled on him because I think he did something with Lad Bible. But basically, yeah. someone will start singing a song and then he'll like complete it. But then by introducing himself, so it'll just be like it'll be along the lines of this. It'll be like that's the way, and then he'll go like, uh huh, uh huh, I like it, Wally Ball here, and yeah. like that's how he kind of introduces. Uh, himself and it's just it, like Lee said it's simple idea but he has got merchandise it's <laughs> insane and um yeah because I'm sure there's going to be a few teachers listening to this who are going oh that's what it is because I reckon so many kids will be coming back into school after Easter just doing that all the time it's only ball here and so now we yeah. say this isn't uh, an educational podcast. Well, you've learned something there. So if your kids are doing that, that's where it comes from. And I, I, it's mm. funny how it coincided because he sort of films a lot of it, him and his mate, uh, in his school. And then there was the report over the Easter holidays, Gavlar, who I'm not going to get into him on this uh, episode. I want this first episode back to be... Has anybody ever got into him? <laughs> Rants free. He I did seems- a couple... He seems like a 40-year-old virgin to me. <laughs> but um, he did a, I did a couple of rants about some of the stuff that he's done because he's first come out and said that he's going to solve the retention crisis in teaching by plowing a load of money into training, uh, which is just ridiculous. You speak to any teacher who's left the profession over the past three, three four, five years, not a single one of them would turn around and go, do you know what it is? I just need more training. Uh, and then he came out and said... <laughs> He made the ridiculous comment that the lockdown, basically like parents haven't disciplined the children through lockdown, um, which was just ridiculous and how he needs to, you need to ban mobile phones from the classroom. Um, and I'm just thinking, has he just stumbled across Ollie Ball <laughs> and just thought, that's not what you should be doing in school. I mean, the guy's clueless, but like I say, it's uh, it's a ramp-free episode, this one. Uh, and Is we are going to continue. We are going to continue to try and do these weekly apps, by the way. Um, and just, I mean, obviously, if something happens, something comes up where I'm traveling or whatever happens, then we will we will let you know. But uh, we got into a bit of a routine before the Easter holidays where we were able to keep it to a snappy sort of hour 
length. And I think people appreciate that weekly little dose, little weekly dose. He, there's a lot of our listeners appreciate just good length. you know not too long yeah not too long but just a good solid way to way to go length (laughs) (laughs) oh god um so yeah so we had the live episode we'll start with that one because Oh, what a what a night! Uh, again, a massive thank you to each and every person who bought a ticket, whether you bought it in advance and joined us live, or you grabbed the ticket afterwards and watched it back at your leisure. We cannot thank you enough. Um, it was the third live episode that we'd streamed. Uh, is it the last? Who knows? We've had a few questions. Are you going to do another one? we're not we're not committing we're not we're not saying we will we're not saying we we don't know what the future holds but um yeah it was it was quality i was just uh glad that you stayed coherent by the end of it that was what i was most <laughs> pleased with i mean it was a stark it, improvement um, yeah now nah, i have to say uh i i loved it i absolutely loved it and and i love even like a couple of people recently, like last few days on the group have been like, oh, late to the party, but I've just watched a live app. Yeah. A couple of people on Instagram uh, were messaging me saying, oh, they just watched a live app and stuff. And the reaction um, for all the different features and all the different stories, uh, it's just, it's honestly, it blows me away. I am, I am, I was, I was buzzing for yeah. days after that live app. And I just think, you know, and the good thing is I do remember all of it, really. So uh, it's just highlight. nice to have that. It's just nice to have that solid memory. <laughs> once. I, I what was, was my thinking, highlight? Well, go on. Yeah, what was your highlight? Go on, sorry. No, no, go on. Um, my highlight, uh, it's tough, you know, because I can't ever go against Nana Maureen. I can't. Yeah, she was a star. She's always, she is always up there i have to say uh when i watched it back because basically uh kim's mum uh watched it with us and yeah. uh she obviously she hadn't watched it and i i watched it for the first time and it's always a bit awkward watching yourself especially when you watch i can't it with it I, I i've not i've not rewatched it i'm just like right oh, I, I love it i love i love it I mean, but the only the only thing is, you forget about certain things you say. So I'm watching it with Kim's mum and Kim. Yeah. And then I bring up Kim. And then I say, I refer to her as baby. And then you start laughing and I go, nah, I'm only joking. I don't really call her that. Sugar tits. <laughs> and honestly, I sat there and Kim's mum just gave me like this slow look. <laughs> And I was just looking anywhere else. Was like, <laughs> Boris, girls in lockdown, lad. <laughs> um, but you know yeah, it- I can't look past. Sorry, I can't look past uh, Nana Maureen. But I have to say, the Cockney John bit. What I was going back to is when I watched it back, the Cockney John bit because that was the only bit that I was annoyed at myself about in the Christmas one because I was, I was trying so hard to read it like without making mistakes. I, I ended up reading it a little bit slow. 
Yeah. This one was was sharp and it was quick and it was funny as well. And yeah. it was quite it was quite nice as well uh, because Cockney John is obviously, you know, he's settled and stuff. So there's loads. I mean, I know I know the Chihuahua story has stayed with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Do you know? Which... I'm not going to reveal what I'm not going to reveal what that story is. I want no. people to be like, if you didn't buy a ticket for the live episode and you're listening to this and you're thinking Chihuahua story, what happened? It's your own fault. <laughs> 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 buy no, a ticket no. next time, baby. You know, its story tickled me loads, and I've been thinking loads about it. And I will review it. You can get one story on this podcast from the live app. Was that one where the woman, I think it was a woman, I don't actually know, but the, I'm going to go with woman. She thought Audi was pronounced Audi. So she oh, thought it was yeah. called Audi. And then she's at this party. <laughs> she's at this party and they sat just sort of talking and they're all having a drink. And one of them says, oh yeah, I got, um, I got an Audi the other day. And then another one goes, oh, yeah, my mum's got an Audi. And then she, <laughs> they pipe up and go, oh, wow, well, I've got an innie. <laughs> I thought it was... <laughs> you, they were talking about belly your belly button. button. <laughs> I've thought about it a lot. Nice. I've thought, what I've been thinking is, you know, what did she do? I'm, I'm, again, I'm just saying, what did she do once she'd said it? Like, how, how, how did she react to it like i'd want to just leave i'd be like i'm really sorry i'm gonna have to leave now go home sit yeah. in a room and cry <laughs> just to get over it i mean did she stay at the well, party did she just we could we could cross live to could cross live to simon o'brien in australia <laughs> and uh, find out what he actually did that day <laughs> that is it was such Perfect example of a no, really. Perfect example. Yeah, it really um, is. It really is. Even though, even though I have to say, I'm going to just throw this in now because um, it's, it feels so good to be back. It does feel good to be back. I've missed you, brother. Oh, um, wish I could say the same. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> and, and. <laughs> so, I've enjoyed a good the break. <laughs> so, um, I randomly uh, got a message off OB. Now, listen, he's the master. Respect yeah. the name. <laughs> and he just texted me going, just overheard a great O. Now, if he's judging it and he thinks it's a great O, then you pull up a chair and you listen. You respect the master. Yeah. He goes, I'm at a mate's birthday and this girl was chatting up my mate. So obviously... His guy mate was having a bit of a flirt with this girl. Yeah. She said to him, you look quite Nordic, almost like a Viking. What's your heritage? He went, well, I never used to condition it or anything, but now I use coconut-based oil to stop it from getting dry. <laughs> she went, what? <laughs> she, said, she said, what? I said, I said heritage, and he said, "Oh, I thought you said hair routine." <laughs> it's so, it's so good. <laughs> oh god! I mean, to to do it, to do it, to do it in front of it's like scoring a, a really good goal in front of Messi. That do you know what I mean? Like you've got the master, 
You've got the absolute king of the oath stood next to you and you do it. I bet he looked at him like, my man, <laughs> my man. <laughs> I'm so proud. Uh, passing on the baton. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, again, thank you to everyone who got tickets for the live show. It was, it was great. And it was just, I mean, there was a simple, um, like if we were to use the live apps as uh as like a science investigation for for kids. There's a simple formula that we've learned. If you keep Jameson's away from the other Mr. P, the other Mr. P survives the app. Is that your conclusion? Is that your conclusion? conclusion? We've done it. Different, <laughs> different variables. In the Christmas show, you had a bottle of vodka. This one we didn't. We compared the results. We put it in a nice little bar chart. Didn't you used to like start a science experiment with the first thing, like equipment? It'd have just been <laughs> the other Mr. P, water. <laughs> the other Mr. P. Four times Scrumpy Jack. <laughs> yeah. And it'd be like variables. What are you going to change? Jameson's, water. <laughs> predictions. I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> what are your I predictions? Predictions. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> predictions, nips. <laughs> Absolute nips out. I have to say, it's funny, you know, I love all the messages, the tags on Insta, the Facebook, uh, the Facebook groups, always amazing to look at the night of a show, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did that bit where we kind of did the little pose and so many people posting, but my favorite, and I'm really sorry, I don't have your name, but you'll know who I'm talking about. If you're listening Two women bought cans of scrumpy Jack and they clicked. <laughs> did you see that picture? No, they I don't clinked. think I did. They clinked the cans of scrumpy and put something like, for you, the other Mr. P. And let me tell you this, <laughs> that meant the world, the world, I tell you. <laughs> oh, great. oh, God. And uh, of course, if you didn't join us for the live episode, you might not have seen the huge announcement, the massive announcement that the two Mr. P's are going to be publishing a book. Um, we have got, we have, we've signed a rolling, well, one, one book rolling contract with HarperCollins, who are one of, if not the biggest uh, publisher in the UK. Um, it's, it's been a long process, so we've known about it. We didn't really talk about this on, on the app. Uh, just if you are interested, you can pre-order it. Go to Amazon, just uh, search, put a wet paper towel on it by Lee and Adam Parkinson, you'll be able to pre-order. Can I just add to that as well? You can you can also search Adam Parkinson on Amazon and it's the first thing that comes up. <laughs> so, honestly, I think if you type in Adam, then P-A-R-K-I-N-S, it actually auto-corrects it to Adam Parkinson. <laughs> so, Is so that a proud moment for you? Yeah, it's, it's well, yeah, I, I, honestly, it, I mean, I'll let you carry on, but my God, yeah, I'm absolutely over the moon. It really is something special. Yeah, I mean, we've we've known about it for a while, so um, we sort of had initial interest. When would it have been? It was summer last year, was it? Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, I'd say roughly about a year ago. Yeah, that, that, that like we initial, first. initial discussions. Yeah, but then if we're being honest, we did have we obviously had the idea a while before. Yeah, yeah, and we'd been working we'd been working on it because I remember first working on it, 
if you remember, I, the first bit I got down, I think the first, I think I did the first bit of writing total. And that was when Max was in hospital, if you remember, yeah. which yeah. was like November 2019. So that was when the kind of process, well, I'll say process. Yeah, we, it was we, just we, kind we of. Talked, but I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd have been, I have been approached previously to do uh, books and that. And the problem was people wanted me to do books on, and it's a tricky one education because I have written a couple of books before, which were like I did classroom ideas and like iPad ideas. And, um, but I wrote those books about five years ago and literally all the apps that I talk about, well, not all of them, but quite a few of them, they're not available now. So if you're going to do a book on like classroom ideas and link it to tech, which is my sort of interest or speciality, whatever you want to say, um, it very quickly becomes dated because the technology moves so fast. So we were talking about doing a book that is very much a reflection of the podcast and, and those sort of things. And initially we thought like, we'll just write it. We'll write this book and we'll publish it ourselves. Like I'll publish it through my business and we'll just see what, what happens. And then, um, Paul, our agent got a meeting with Harper Collins and we had to then submit a sort of like pitch. Was it, I mean, it's been an amazing learning experience. It was, uh, yeah, it was a, like a 10,000 word kind of um, example. Sample, wasn't it? Writing, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously we had a few meetings with them, a few, and this must have been October time, September, October. Yes, yeah, it was about September, October, yeah. Yeah, so it's been a lot of back and forth. And then anyway, they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go for it. We'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll sign the deal. So we've, uh, we signed the deal just before Christmas but it was like, you can't say anything. You can't announce it. You can't say anything yet because obviously it's not going to be released until this time next year, which is, well, I'll come back to that in a second. So we've had to sit on it and hold for, for ages. And what's been frustrating for me is that we've obviously been doing all these chinwags with authors, especially. And like when we did the James Smith interview, we knew at that point that the deal was on. And um, obviously we couldn't, and he was published by HarperCollins. So we were really eager to be like, oh mate, you know, talk us through what it's like to do it with HarperCollins. And we couldn't say anything. So we just had to sit on it. And I'm rubbish with secrets. Like I will tell, I really struggle to keep things quiet. Do you know what I mean? Like if I, mm. I'd be a nightmare. I'd be a nightmare if, you know, I was in a Marvel film and you had to keep the script, you had to keep the plot really quite a bit like Tom Holland. He's a nightmare for keeping things quiet and he's always spilling the beans, but I'm really proud of myself because I actually made it to that live episode without telling anyone. So yeah, the, the hard work starts here because we've got to have, <laughs> we've got to write the thing. Uh, and then it's got to go through all the editing process. And all I think you, 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 you sell us short there. And, and the reason for that is we, we've been working pretty much tirelessly i'd say for a year now on the book and you know obviously there is still a lot of editing and and stuff to do but the, the, you know if you have pre-ordered it well thank you first things first but it's gonna be just a great read whether you're oh whether i'm not, you're working I'm not denying school. that oh no i'm just saying i'm just saying like you're saying we've got to write it first people just be like what the other Mr. P's not even start writing yet. It's going to take him well longer than a year. Um, 
But like, even if you are listening just, to this, it's just got onto phase work. two. So <laughs> phase two phonics. The other Mister P is there. If he carries on the way he's going, it'll be phase five by the end of this academic year, and then the world's his oyster. <laughs> That's we'll it. it That's it. But if you if you work in school, was that a uh, little voice drop? There? Hang on. Yeah, was it was. A... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think I think <laughs> me knackers have finally dropped, man. Um, I love um, can we just talk for a second just going off topic can we just talk about when you were a teenager and you did what well, I don't know what you call it just like a voice drop what do you call it, no, that it's a break it's a voice break voice break right was there anything yeah. more embarrassing than when you did that when you used to like shout for your mate or something whatever it was what you know or giving an answer in class and it's like does anyone know what the answer would be and you'd be like yeah the answer's 16 and then the whole oh. class would just turn around and absolutely just tear you apart. That, <laughs> I always remember when Callum, Callum must have been about six or seven, right? And we went to get a McDonald's breakfast. Um, and as I'm, as I'm ordering, I'm up to, I'm like, right, double sausage and egg McMuffin. Uh, and can I get pancakes with syrup, please? Right, and I said it like that. And Claire and Callum wet themselves all the way home <laughs> and even now like if i have a bit of banter with callum and you know I- i'm ribbing him he will always <laughs> 10 years later turn around and go pancakes and syrup please and i'm just like oh god <laughs> it is it is true it's it's highly embarrassing it's bad when it happens when you're teaching as well because it still happens does it like there'll be oh <laughs> oh it definitely it definitely defo, defo not drop like, yet adam <laughs> <laughs> your little ginger nuts no, still not drops hey 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 listen name calling just because we've got a book deal don't go changing thinking you're a big shot now because <laughs> um, i think you sound like a right pillow <laughs> um now honestly it does happen it happens in you know i remember there was a time in a tournament when I was just going like, seriously, <laughs> you know how serious I am in sport competitions. Everyone who listens to this will know that. And I swear it was like a big, big rugby game, like towards the end of this, like Salford rugby finals. And I was just like, listen, you know, they're going to give it to number five. And then, and then the kids were just kind of like, the, ki- the kids were looking at me and I was going, what do you think is funny? <laughs> number five will be the one laughing. <laughs> I love it. I find that um, so funny. Because you just can't control it. I think that's what it is. It's just, yeah. yeah it's gone. Um, but well, what I, I, I don't know. I don't know, right. Just, I know we're going back on the book, but the, I've also got this other thing that happens to me. Have you, have you got this thing, right, where you might be yawning or you might be kind of just speaking or shouting and a little like, a little like, not spit, but just like very targeted water comes out your mouth. <laughs> Like, you know, do you know, like a fountain where like a dolphin just like spits out a perfect line of water? Yeah. There was a time where I was sat with a couple of mates and I was like, I just don't know what you're doing. Like Joe, I was thinking I was saying something like, I don't know what you're doing. And as I opened my mouth, this like, this like fountain of water came out of my mouth onto the table and everyone was like, oh my God, what was that? And I was going, I don't know. I don't know. But I had a mate in school who could do it. He could just do it on oh, like, just, you know, oh, do that thing. And he, he used to go like, <laughs> and it just like, 
fire out of his mouth. It was weird. It was like a little water. It's like a little water gun. It's honest, unless I've accidentally swallowed a piece of a water gun in my past, and just sometimes when I'm thinking, it just goes like. Eh. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one. Yeah, of going back. No, I've got one. Right. So one of the most. If we're talking about those embarrassing things you do when you were younger. You remember that episode where we talked about my illustrious acting career back in the day? Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the one of the um, one of the acting jobs I got was on a teenage pregnancy awareness video. I'm sure I talked about it, and basically, I think you have, yeah, yeah. I don't know where it was. I just remember it was somewhere. Basically, it was like a council on 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 the coast somewhere that had the highest teenage pregnancy rate in the UK. So they wanted to make this sort of awareness video of what can happen if you get pregnant as a teenager. And it'd be shown in high schools. And I got cast as the baby daddy, right? So- As the virgin. (laughs) We're doing all these scenes. And then a couple of the scenes are like me with a mate, the, the mother with a mate, and then we're supposed to be at this party. And obviously I didn't know these people. There's like four of us there. I didn't know these people, but the other, the lad who played my mate in this was really funny. And he was getting me to the point, you know, where you're laughing that much, you, um, you, you, you feel like you're about to wee, you know, when you're laughing that much. And so I'd just taken a little bit of a drink and he said something. And you know, when you burst out laughing and then <laughs> the drink goes everywhere. But not only that, I'd, I'd like I'd, a bit mute, you know, like you snot, you know, when you, oh, it was disgusting. Basically, like yeah, yeah. Phlegm, phlegm came out. So not only did I spit this drink everywhere, everyone then looked at me to see this phlegm <laughs> from my nose because I was laughing so much. And I was, and then he just started like ripping me about the fact that I'd phlegmed everywhere. He was like, I made you laugh, so you phlegmed. And I was just like, oh my God, that's <laughs> embarrassing. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you snort when you're laughing. That's another bad oh. one. Like, <laughs> someone hits you with someone hit someone hits you with a piggy. I like piggy. Just like, ooh. Yeah. No, but but going back to the going back to the book, like whether yeah. you work in schools or you're just a parent or <clears throat> you just work in any walk of life, it will have stuff in for you. It's it's it really is gonna be something special. I really feel it down in my plums well we want to just <laughs> we just want in your little ginger nuts um you just want to pre-order it so that adam's balls finally drop no we again <laughs> we, are, we are so thankful to everyone who pre-ordered because we obviously announced it on the live episode and then by was it the saturday or the sunday yeah it was a saturday it was the saturday, saturday wasn't yeah. it it ended up being for an afternoon or the day, the fourth best-selling book on the whole of Amazon in the UK. So we were just noticing it rising, rising, rising. It was unbelievable. We were so, it was exciting. It was so exciting, the fact we were just getting higher and higher and higher. And there was one point where we were higher than Piers Morgan, to which I was absolutely buzzing with. We had a book that was outselling Piers Morgan um, I think it was the only book. It was The Boy, The Mole, The Fox and The Horse, which, you know, I'm not going to complain. That was outselling us. And then obviously The Midnight Library by Matt Haig, who uh, we tried to get on as a guest, actually. I mean, wife read that book and that's, uh, that's brilliant as well. So, I mean, the thing you've got, what I didn't realize about books is like all the pre-sales now 
will then go towards the first week of sales. Now for us to be a bestseller for the book, because that's the aim. You want the book to be a bestseller and that's what we're going to aim for it to be. Um, is it, it obviously the first week of sales are usually the most important week. Like if you can sell, I don't know what the number is, but if you can sell enough and become a, your best chance of becoming a bestseller is in that first week and all the pre-sales, because I've had a few messages from people, is it available on anywhere apart from Amazon? Because obviously you don't necessarily agree with Amazon's uh, ethics towards certain things. So you can get it on Waterstones. It's available to pre-order on Waterstones, available on WH Smith. Um, I actually had a dream, right? I, do you know when you have these weird dreams? I had a dream that I walked past Waterstones. I was in a traffic center, walked past Waterstones, and they had a poster of our book saying, like, coming soon. And I lost my stuff. I was like, oh, my God, like, there's a poster of us in Waterstones. And then, do you know when you have those dreams where you're really trying to desperately do something? So I was trying to get my phone out and take a picture of this poster, but you just can't do it. Have you ever had one of those dreams where you're dreaming like, I'm just going to take a picture, but you just cannot actually bring you, it. Some, some it's going, do you know what I mean? Like, and then you wake up and you're like, oh. To be fair, if I, if I would have dreamt that I'd have seen our poster, I'd have probably got a stunk on and just forgot about it. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if Waterstones have our post drop, I might make my first trip ever to a Waterstones. <laughs> um, but yeah, so all those pre-sales, so everyone who's already ordered a copy, um, all of that's going to go towards the first week of sales, which is just going to help us massively. This could be a real huge step for the two Mr. P's. I mean, if it gets that sort of bestseller status, it's going to give us so many more opportunities to expand the podcast to even more people. Um, and, and again, you guys play an absolutely massive role in every, you know, everything, all the success of the podcast from, from everyone who listens, contributes to the podcast group who um, have, have got tickets for the live episodes in the past, tickets for the live tour, which we'll mention in a second. Um, and then pre-ordered the book. We cannot thank you enough because it is such an exciting uh, prospect. I mean, the only downside is that obviously it's not being released until April next year. So the amount of messages I've had from people who thought it was literally coming out April 14th this year, they were like, why have I not got it? Why It said it was being, being delivered on April 14th. And I was like, yeah, 2022. And they were like, oh. <laughs> so, I mean... If it was up to us, we'd have it out tomorrow. Um, as Adam said, we have we have pretty much written it all. Um, but obviously, that's the publisher's decision. But, you know, who knows? If enough people pre-order it, it might, could it possibly make them say, oh, we'll release it a little bit early. Who knows? I mean, all I can say is if you all go and pre- if everyone listening to this episode went and pre-ordered the book to show their support for the two Mr. P's, it again will go through the charts and hopefully get Harper Collins to say, do you know what? Let's get it out earlier. We just that, that's all we can sort of dream. That's the dream. Cause waiting a year, it, I think it's gonna kill me. I don't think I'm, <laughs> I'll make it. I've got nothing if it left. Does, if it if it does kill you, I've got a feeling book sales would go big. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but take you care of yourself. Die the hero or live long enough to become <laughs> the villain. <laughs> but, I'd proper act up to it. I'd probably just be like, I, I wish my brother was here by my side. <laughs> <laughs> Me 
please buy my book and drop my brother would have wanted. <laughs> While wiping your tears away with $10 bills <laughs> from it being a bestseller. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, a, a few people have asked me, have sent me a message as well, like, well, what's the book going to be about? Um, well, it's basically an extension of the podcast and, you know, a lot of the videos that I... Sh- so it's a very light-hearted look at what primary schools are all about. So there's loads of nostalgia in there about our time when we were at school. So, Hey, sweetie, what do you think of our new car from Carvana? Think it can handle our busy family? Well, we have seven days to see. First, we can take the scenic route to the beach and stargaze through the moonroof. We'll see if your drums fit in the trunk. Then we can pick up mommy's friends and check out that leg room. And we should really visit grandma. She's getting up there. That's like... A whole lifetime in seven days. And like one busy family. With our seven-day money-back guarantee, you can confidently shop for cars 100% online. Visit Carvana.com for all terms and conditions. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. You know, nostalgia's big. We know that people just love to spend a little bit of time going back to when life was simple, their childhood, and reminiscing on... So we've got loads of stuff like that. Um... For those people who work in education, it's just going to be uh, a funny look at the ins and outs of what goes on uh, day to day. And then hopefully for people who don't work in education, it will give you a little bit more of an insight and an understanding to what an incredible job educators do. So, you know, it's going to show that we're all human. It's going to show that we have a good sense of humor. And it's just going to show how important the job that we do is in typical to Mr. P's uh, hilarious style. Sold it all right there. You're yawning, Adam. I cannot believe, I cannot believe that I've just given that pitch about the book to try and get people, and you're yawning. You're yawning? No. Long day, I you know why? Do you know why? Because I was up all night writing for this bloody book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't agree. Honestly, whatever you think, I agree tenfold with everything that Lee You don't said. even know what I said. I looked at no, you then. I, I absolutely. You then. Do you know no, what badges? <laughs> as I was saying that, I could look at you, and as you're yawning, I could just think in your head, got turkey twizzlers for tea. <laughs> could... Well, do you know what? It's funny you should say that. I always say this, don't have it. Like the reason why I wasn't great at school and with my ADD and stuff is like the teacher would be saying one thing, but I'd be thinking about another. I've started my diet for the 50th time this year today (laughs) and I've not had tea. So while you were talking, you were talking about nostalgia. (laughs) I did think of Twizzlers and my mind never recovered. I knew it. I know you too well. Um, So yeah, so... Massive thank you to everyone who's pre-ordered the book. We had to talk about it. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Please, if you've not yet done it, go and pre-order it. It's like 12 quid at the minute. Um, and like I say, it just mean the world because it just shows, uh, hopefully it'll just help us. And and who knows, if we can get more people pre-ordering the book, it might get people get the powers that be to sort of shift it up a little bit so that we don't have to wait a whole year. Um, last thing to mention before we go uh, into some of the features, obviously the live tour, we've announced that now. All the dates are rearranged. You can find all the details on the website, to mrpspodcast.com. Um, again, that's just been crazy, craziness. Uh, I, I think it's sort of been a blessing in disguise, really, because this time last year when we went into the first lockdown, 
we were sort of uh, absolutely wounded at the fact that the tour wasn't going to happen. Um, but now the fact that we've been able to get so many of you on board with the podcast through lockdown that the tickets are just selling quick. So we've got our first one. We've got one this academic year now. We've got one on the 16th of July, just before we finish for summer. So that's going to be a big one in Leeds. Um, as far as I know, there are still tickets available for that one. Um, I think there's available availability for the one in Belfast, which will be a great one. And again, like wherever you are in the UK, just to get a weekend to Bel- Belfast is an absolute cracking night out. Trust me. So get over for that one. The Norwich one sold out which is unbelievable because that's the biggest size venue we've done so far. So that's sold out now, which is, which is amazing. Um, the Winchester show was also a sellout. So they've put an afternoon show on for us. So that's going to be in the uh, half-term break. The Brighton show, they've gone from uh, a smaller room of 90 to a bigger room of 300. And that's selling well. And then we've got the Leicester one, which I think has a few tickets left, but not too many. I've not, I've not missed any of them out there, have I? I can't remember. I was nearly falling asleep. No, I'm joking. Um, no, I think... <laughs> I think... No, I think, we're, I think we're all good there. So, yeah, head to the website, get your tickets. Um, I mean, we've had loads of people saying, can you do any more dates? And we would love to. We'd love nothing more to. But again, the problem that you've got is that's the one industry where... They've not been able to do absolutely anything. So competition to find venues, especially when we're obviously, well, Adam especially is still full-time in his school. So really we can only do the weekends, which tend to be the busiest nights for a lot of venues. But we are we are really trying hard to, and, and with, with our agent to try and get as many um, places as possible. So bear with us uh, yeah. and we will we will hopefully get the chance to come to a city near you <laughs> right so let's get a quick word from this week's sponsor before we go in to some of the features this week we are once again proud to be sponsored by picture news and i'm excited to tell you all about their 2021 impact awards now following the huge success of the awards last year they are delighted to let you know that they're going to be running the awards again this year they want to hear about any positive action you've taken in response to something that's happening in the world it could be something local like helping a neighbor with their shopping as they are isolating or a class project to raise awareness and funds for an international charity Entries can be sent in from individual children, classes or whole schools and are open to everyone. There is no charge or lengthy submission form to enter and every entry will receive a trophy with the top three entries selected by the Picture News team receiving gold awards. Visit the contact form on the Picture News website, which is picture-news.co.uk to request an impact award information form. Good luck, and we cannot wait to hear about the excellent work you've been doing. It was a special moment in the live episode because it was the first... Um, it was the first live episode that I was able to do the other Mr. P's jokes. And I was explaining to Lee before, if there was kind of like a two Mr. P's podcast awards, I think best newcomer would be 
the other Mr. P's jokes. Uh, it could also take on best jingle um, and best all-round feature. So it could be a big night. It'd be like Adele. Um, <laughs> the other Mr. P's jokes. So here you go. I've got a couple for you tonight, tonight, today, whenever you're listening. Yeah. And um, here we go. A bald man, <laughs> a bald man got a great deal on a wig today. Only one pound. It was a small price to pay. <laughs> <laughs> a small price to pay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good enough from you. You need, I need better reactions from you. What happened when the cast of Friends was stuck out at sea in a life raft? They were fine because Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo. This one's great. Aladdin has been banned from the magic carpet race. Apparently, he's been using performance-enhancing rugs. (laughs) 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 And then this one, I swear to you, when I read this one, a tiny, tiny bit of wee came out, and you'll see why. (laughs) Just heard a man had an accident whilst playing peekaboo. He's currently in the ICU. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Come on. Now we are back. We are back. It's, you know, I know it's a new school term or whatever, and you might be a bit down, but I'm just going to read that one to you again, just because I feel like you deserve it. (laughs) And this will cheer you up. I just heard a man. <laughs> I just heard. <laughs> I just heard a man. Oh, my voice again! Woo. I just heard a man had an accident whilst playing peekaboo. He's currently in the ICU. <laughs> oh my god! Put me in the oven, or take me out the oven, rather, because I am done. I've got a joke. Do I hear my Ooh. joke? You see, you see, listeners, as soon as my feature starts taking off, <laughs> suddenly the other Mr. P. Oh, it's going to be a rant-free episode, is it? Oh, I've got a joke. I'm happy now. So I, then. I had my second jab at the weekend. True story. I did dinner. I've had my second yeah, yeah. jab. Right, yeah. But weirdly, the nurse put it in my leg. Uh, and now my thighs are hurting. <laughs> thighs are hurting. Do, do you know what? You can do one. That's a great joke. Yeah, it is. It is. It was also a great joke when I posted it on the podcast group and the Instagram a couple of weeks ago. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Joke's on you, brother. Well, hey, did, did, did you, you do the rants. Keep the jokes to me, bro. <laughs> I honestly, when you started it, I was thinking, he's going to do the, my thighs are killing me. I was like, he's going to do it. And I'm not oh, going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what joke I would have told, you wouldn't have laughed. Yeah. No, I was actually looking forward to it. But I didn't think you were going to tell last month's joke. My God. You've not said that on an episode. 
No, no, but I did. Right. I did. I posted it in the group. Uh, but I, in fact, it's funny you should say it. Uh, Isla uh, came home from school today and said that someone had upset her. And I said, listen, you shouldn't be worried and you shouldn't even speak to losers. And then she's not spoke to me since. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't, oh, that's been, I didn't that's see that joke in the podcast group. To be fair, though, I'm, I'm loving uh, some of the posts in the podcast group. Like, obviously, all the line of duty bants uh, is great. Because what a show, by the way. What an absolute oh, humdinger. Show. It's brilliant, isn't it? Just gets better. Just gets better and better. Uh, Although, I'm not going to lie, it's so confusing when you make references back to like season one, which is about 10 years ago, and you're like, "Uh, who's that again? Yeah, pictures pictures will do. You know the names as well. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, pictures will do. What was the name? You put that picture up if Monday was a person. Yeah, yeah. Who's she? What's her character called? You know what I mean? The one who's taken over. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, words. yeah. That, that, I have to say that was a good post. Yeah, there is some serious Ofsted energy about her. She just oh, oozes yeah, Inspector, doesn't she? Carmichael. 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 Yeah, so if you've watched Line of yeah. Duty, you know what I'm, who I'm talking about, Carmichael. She's, um, she, I'm sure she's in another series about being a mum, and it's like a comedy. She's been, oh, sorry, do you mean like, oh, I thought you meant another series of... Uh, of Lana Duty. Yeah, no, she's um yeah. Anyway, but she she's, just she's evil. Yeah, she just oozes Ofsted. It's like if Ofsted I know you said if Monday was a person, but if Ofsted was a person, it th- that's her. It is. That'll she's, be your that'll be your next post as yeah, soon as she appears do. in next next week's episode. <laughs> it'll be suddenly your post. I'm just thinking like, wait a minute, he's just doing everything. No, because I think there's so many teachers who have worked in like a toxic school that might have even left teaching that when she appears on screen, you're like, that was who my leader was. That that she epitomizes like just the type diabolical. of that, oh, diabolical to a t- like my way or the heart. Just, oh, yeah. I was just like, yeah, yeah. Uh, look at that look at that you 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 joke bombed and you're now just (laughs) aching for a run anything anything um (laughs) the other one the other one is the um calling the caterpillar and cuthbert sparkle i mean it's too good i keep posting about that in the in the in the group and on insta so funny but do you not think funny do you not think, like, even though Aldi are being taken to court, out the other side, it's going to be worth it because what Aldi have done with their social media is better marketing. Like, if 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 Marks and Spencers would have never taken Aldi to to trial or whatever they, they're doing, like, it's obviously probably going to cost Aldi however much, but it's worth every penny for the way that Aldi are just absolutely nailing the social media. And again, if you've not seen Aldi's Twitter over the past few days and you need to pick me up, if you're having one of those days, like we all have them, it's back to school. You've had a couple of weeks off. You're struggling to get back into the routine of things. And you just, your teacher tired beyond belief. And you're like, oh, I just need, I could just do the little distraction. Go on Aldi's Twitter feed because honestly, it is pure gold. Whoever is behind that Twitter account, they deserve a raise. There's no doubt yeah. about it. And I tell you, Marks and Spencers are not coming out of this well 
at all. Uh, I I, we said the other week, though, didn't we, that Marks and Spencers or Just Eat are now worth more than Marks and Spencers. And it just feels like the, the stru- if you're going to take Aldi on for, you know, ripping off one of your products, where do you end? Because that's, that's Aldi all over. <laughs> yeah, that, that, is, that is A to Z Aldi, isn't it? It's, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mentioned this when I, <clears throat> when I got interviewed the other day uh, from that radio. I uh, went in because dad told me that they were selling Birra Moretti in Aldi. So I oh, thought, yeah. oh, you know, I love I love Birra Moretti. Um, you know, the the Lathentica, like beautiful uh, Italian beer. And uh, so I went in and where he told me it was, I went and dad had made an O because it was Aldi's version and it was called Birra Mapelli. <laughs> and it had like it had the exact same design as Birra Moretti. But it was called Bira Mapelli. Yeah. And honestly, I just thought, you know Did what? I'm gonna buy it. No, no, it wasn't no. as good to be fair. Well, I mean, it. a lot I mean, of a lot of the stuff tastes. I mean, like I I like the Aldi Watts sits, you know. Yeah. Uh, the cheese curls or whatever they're called. They're decent. Some of the other stuff, like the Aldi like Twixes and stuff, and and uh, I know a few people were staying at like that. Uh yeah, like Aldi Twixes, and it was something else, I can't remember. But like Tastes actually better sometimes, yeah. but yeah, like you said, if you're going to take him on for Cuthbert the Caterpillar, yeah. then you know you've got to be taking him down for nearly every single thing that they do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure every other supermarket does some sort of caterpillar cake as well. They do, they do. Because yeah. you so. know, I posted that thing where Morrison's tweeted, <laughs> and I'm not sure what Morrison's what the Morrison's one is called, but it it was basically. Uh, day two and they still suspect nothing and it's their caterpillar cake with a fake nose and glasses like <laughs> edited on um, oh, and then it. they've even put hashtag free Cuthbert yeah. so yeah smashed it um, right so I've got an O I had a, a bit of an O but we'll play we'll play the uh, jingle first oh what an O when you terrible shout and you don't know what you're talking about everyone remembers what I know right so I'm going to kick off this week's O's with one that I did uh, just yesterday in fact so um, obviously being back in school means that some of my training is starting back again uh, I actually had uh, a day in a school on Friday down in Taunton, which is about four hours away, um, which was, uh, yeah, first face-to-face training I've done for a long while, given all the lockdowns and stuff like that. And they booked it in, and get this, it was actually still their Easter holidays, but they all came in on a day of their Easter holidays to have the training with me, which um, I know... Because I actually started the training day saying, I feel a bit of pressure today because if that would have happened with my school and they would have, uh, you know, said, can you come in a day of the holiday? I know what the response would have been (laughs) with my staff. It would have been been a swift two fingers up in your face, do one. But yeah, and, and it was great and I really enjoyed it. And then I looked at my diary and it's like, you're in this school in Scunthorpe on Monday. So I was like, right, okay, so... And that's all it said. So booked a hotel and the plan was 
travel down Sunday night, make sure I'm there in time for line of duty, stay in the hotel and, and do the training day. On the um, drive to Scunthorpe, weirdly, for some strange reason, don't ask me why, because I've never done this before, I phoned Claire and I just said, do me a favour, Claire, can you just check what the focus is tomorrow and check what it is that, because, that, you know, I want to make sure I'm prepared, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she checks on her computer and she's like, oh, I'm like, what? She's like, it's a Zoom. <laughs> it's like, you're joking. And so I'm on my way. And so I pulled complete U-turn back home. And um, luckily, luckily, I managed to cancel the hotel and they phoned me up and they were like, what's your reason for ca- cancellation? Is it COVID related? And I was like, yes. And they're like, right, okay, we'll cancel it for you. So I didn't end up paying ooh, the... Uh, yeah, I, got, I, got, I got the hotel fees back, which was... You should have um, just been honest. You should have been honest. When the travel lodger or whoever it was rang like, is it COVID-related? You could have just been like, no, it's Ovid-related. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a really bad shout, guys. Please don't hold it against me. Uh, right, so uh, a couple of listener story O's. Are you ready for these? So last year... Last year, I had the trickiest class that a teacher could imagine. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of teachers listening to this going, oh, oh, I bet you, uh, I bet I could talk <laughs> Going a bit run the, run the MC. It's tricky, 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 tricky. Uh. Yeah. This wasn't the only obstacle of the year. During January, we had the call from the big O, to which my body filled with dread. They're bad enough on a normal day, but with this class, to say I was worried was an understatement. The second day of the inspection came, and to make matters worse, we had terrible snow, which made the journey to school chaotic and partly dangerous. Having made it into school with a few skids on the road along the way, <laughs> I hope that's and with in the my car. Pants. <laughs> yeah, not worrying about the inspection. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that I finally made my way to school with a few skids in my pants <laughs> oh finish it there so what, what was that you shit yourself in the car <laughs> um, I was welcoming the children into class at 8.45 as usual there was a lingering smell no there wasn't a smell the next minute a bird swooped in through the door and flew around the classroom As the children screamed, the poor bird started to poo all over the room. It even perfectly splattered my maths working wall, (laughs) which is telling you something. (laughs) Most of the children ran out into the corridor where the Austin inspectors had gathered. Thankfully, they understood and said this would be a story they'd tell for years. We made it through the day and we were rewarded with outstanding which I was thinking, I was thinking it was going to be like classic Ofsted, like, oh, don't worry, this is a story. We'll we will save you and, and tell people for years. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just in the inspection report, animals running round. Um, but again, there's a tip in there, I think, for teachers. Like, if you've got the tricky class and you're worried about the inspection, what you do is you go outside. Catch a pigeon. Feed. <laughs> Get, become that pigeon lady from Home Alone 2. Walk in the classroom, set off that pigeon, 
and then hopefully you won't be observed and you'll get away with it. I'll tell you what's free. weird. I'll tell you what's weird. You know that pigeon lady in Home Alone 2? Piers Morgan. I saw, yeah, I saw a picture of a guy I went to school with, primary school with on yeah. Facebook the other day. And he didn't half look like the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was close to commenting on it, but you know when you're not that close to someone? Yeah. Like, he's definitely going to take it as an insult. Yeah. But it's not an insult because, you know, she was a nice lady. But anyway, uh, it was, um, that was hilarious. I, I, the only thing that could have made that better is something along the lines of the offset inspector had his clipboard in there as the bird ran in and basically shat in his mouth. And then we'd just be like, Whoa! Like Ashley Young. Like Ashley Young yeah. that time. Oh, funny. Right, I've got a, I've got a teacher injury for you. So let's, um, well, I say teacher injury. She's not a teacher. She's my mother-in-law. But here comes the jingle. Late night, limp home, work sucks, I know. I got injured in my school, and now I feel like a fool. Saying ain't so. I will not go, Saturday and E, I want to go home. Uh, this injury, which happened to my mother-in-law on Friday uh, while I was traveling back from Taunton. So she's a bit of a, she's a clumsy one, my mother-in-law. Um, she's, she's had previous, uh, my wife was reminding me of how she uh, got concussion from uh, having the grill on the grill door open, going for something in the drawer underneath, then whacking her head on the grill door and uh, getting concussion. But what she did on Friday, and this is going to come with a warning, by the way, because if you're eating, I would suggest you stop eating and I would just prepare yourself because this is pretty grim. Um, So she's out in the garden. I think she's putting things out on the washing line. Oh, no, no. She was going into the garage so she was trying to unlock the padlock on the garage door and she dropped the padlock. So she's gone to pick it up and she sort of leant down, putting a full force down. And what she's not seen is there was a stick um, and she's basically landed her eye on the wooden stick, like the bamboo stick, and it splintered in her eye, right? Get this. So her eye's bleeding. She's in a bit, bit of a panic. So Claire has to take her to the eye hospital. She goes and she's ended up, I mean, she was really lucky because half of it hit the outside of her eye and half of it went in, but she ended up puncturing her eyeball and needing three stitches on her eyeball. How do you put stitches on your eyeball? That's gone through me, that. That's gone through me. I tell you, honestly, my ginger nuts are now inside me. (laughs) I mean, I have no idea how how she, she normally wears glasses as well. So it's pretty. Um, she's fine. She's absolutely fine. But we were singing "Cut an Eye Suit" to her. <laughs> Bless her. So that's my. I tell you honestly, though, that is that, that really is one that goes through you. That that. Yeah. Is, and I tell you what, she's so lucky. Um, I mean, how do you get that job? Like, you know, what do you want to be when you're older? I want to stitch people's eyeballs. <laughs> just like, okay then, <laughs> okay. It's just, um, it's, it's the one body part that just 
it makes you know when you go like uh, you know what I mean? Like you just oh. <laughs> that's not the only that's not the only body part that makes me do that, lad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, imagine that that's a Friday that night there. that just headbutting a stick. I've seen it. I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> but still. Oh god. Yeah, so she's fine. She's absolutely fine. She's a bit sore still. <laughs> I'm just thinking of next time I see her, the jokes. I go up to her and, what was that tune? Was it Lionel Richie? Is that stick on you? <laughs> I got a feeling down deep in my eye that I just can't lose. Because I'm on my way. <laughs> That's what we were singing. We were like, where did you come from? What did you do? What did you do? Well, cut an eye, Sue. <laughs> Oh god. My eyes bleeding and keeps keep bleeding love. Ridiculous uh, scenes. Lovely stuff. Um, a child has just rinsed you. Grab that red paper towel now. Hold your head in shame. To Mr. B's in a podcast. I have to say, the teacher burns are re- really growing on me. Um, if it was the Pod Awards, could be most improved uh, <laughs> teacher burns. And uh, by the way, if you want to get involved in the two Mr. P's Awards, then throw some shouts because I'd love to hear it. Uh, this one here. I'll never forget a reception child sitting, looking up at me on the carpet. She put her hand up and asked, Miss... Why do you have such big teeth? <laughs> and then the teacher went, <laughs> that's my impression. <laughs> can you tell? Can you tell, <laughs> oh, can you God. tell who that is? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, I just have to cut in there. I got the biggest compliment ever the other day. Now, obviously, we talk about my impressions all the time, but uh, I took... I, 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 we had a daddy-daughter day. Uh, yeah. I took Max out, and I took Isla. Me and Isla walked to Traffic Centre, and I took her to the Disney shop. It was it was beautiful, and I love the Disney shop, and I love how passionate and engaging the uh, workers are at the Disney shop. Yeah. And Isla spotted Pluto... Right, this little doll, and to be fair, it was in the clearance bucket, so you know, Jack, Jackie P. So, uh, I said, Yeah, I said, you can have that. And Isla went, Do you Mickey Mouse? Right, and I went, Hoo-hoo! Pluto! Right, right. Disney worker was like, Oh, oh my god, I, th- I thought Mickey was here, <laughs> and I was like, I know she's saying that just to sell, but I bought, I defo spent more after she said that to me. I was like, what else would you recommend? (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, Uh, uh, we've got, yesterday a child looked at my work badge and said, Miss, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) I asked him what he meant. I asked him what he meant. He said, you were young here. Now you're old. (laughs) She said like, She's 36, and it was taken, like, six months prior. Oh, uh, yeah. If, was it really six months prior? Well, 
I'm guessing so, yeah, with the, with the emojis. Because that would have been the best. That would have been the ultimate teacher burn if it was like your picture was taken in September and it's now, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because my, my picture is still from like main QT year. I look like a completely different person, but that's 13 years ago. Whereas, you know, if it's six months, that's when you know it's been a tough term. <laughs> yeah. um, I was sitting on a low chair reading a story to the children sitting on the carpet in front of me when one child stuck her hand up my trouser leg and exclaimed, why are your legs all hairy? <laughs> right. And the reply from the teacher, it's winter, I replied. <laughs> you can't be... You can't be giving excuses like that. You don't justify it. You don't justify it, do you? You just go, right, here we go. excuse me. Yeah, you just be like, get your hand off my goddamn leg. Um, right, this one, last one I'm going to give you. You've got to know, for this to be well funny, you've got to know The Incredibles or The Incredibles 2. Yeah. If you just know that, then you're going to love this. If not, then just search it after it. One of my year nine. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? When I first saw this, it's so good because it comes with a gif. And, oh, I needed to to see it. It's too funny. Well, show the the gif to the camera and then we can clip it up. Oh, no, I'll show it. I'll show the gif after it. Right. One of my year nines told me the other day that I look like her from The Incredibles. I exclaimed, Elastigirl, hopefully. Nah, Edna Mode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my darlings. Oh, no, my darlings. You got fat. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> um, oh, so, 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 so oh, funny. I love, that. I love that. That was like someone said like, you know, oh, you remind me of the Incredibles. Like, I'd be like, Mr. Incredible. And they'd just be like, nah, the really fat one. <laughs> no, like, no, oh. you'd be, you look like, what's the baddie in the first one? Oh, Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be you. <laughs> Incrediboy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> oh, classic. Right, should we finish the episode with an update from the one and only Man Kid? Have you got the soundtrack oh. ready? You're twisting my ginger nuts, man. <laughs> so, Man Kid is back. And, uh, yeah, we had a little update from him in the live app, if you do remember. Um, Bido, <laughs> but this one's yeah, so obviously, yeah. as I've said at the beginning of the episode, my school only had one week off for Easter, meaning we weren't able to make the most of the beer gardens reopening. Now, the other thing you need to know with this story is in our school on a Friday, we mix things up a little bit. Um, and we do something called, I think it's called like, it used to be called Freedom Friday, but I think we've changed it to Fantastic Friday. And it works very similar to like a secondary school setup. So teachers will uh, move around classes and teach the same subject to different classes. Does that make sense? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and we get we get specialists in. So someone comes in and does art. Someone comes in and does um, singing, music, all that sort of stuff, right? So um, man, kids in in comes in comes bouncing in on Friday, and he is just beaming like his smile wider than ever before. He's just buzzing, and the teacher straight away is like, uh, "You seem happy," and he's like, "That's because we're going to the Bent Brook after school." which is the local boozer. We've booked a table. I'm going to get me drinkers, obviously. You know, like when we were younger and we'd, we'd like, dad would take us to his rugby and then he'd treat us to like a bag of bacon fries or whatever it was and a Coke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's like Mank Kids' dream weekend. Bacon fries or scampi fries. Scampi fries, yeah. And a Pepsi Max. He's like... I'm going to I'm going with me mum and dad and we're going to sit there and we're going to have some scran. He was just beaming like boot like of all the people who you would have thought would have been excited about the pub's reopening mankid encapsulated everyone's enthusiasm that day. <laughs> yeah. And it was like straight after school so not only did he tell the teacher he told the TA he basically told every staff member that he came across that day that straight after school I'm going to the beer garden and I'm going to get me drink, right? So he's just, you know, bouncing around the school. (laughs) And then the last lesson he has, right, is the one teacher who doesn't go by the bell. You know what I mean? The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dis- you know, everyone's got that teacher. Oh, yeah. oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd not told that teacher because she's not the sort of person you'd have that type of crack with. And um, 15 minutes <laughs> after the bell, before he got out, he was fumes. He was absolutely fuming. I mean, you're only getting two hours on those tables. He's already missed, he's already missed some of it. Poor lad. <laughs> he's been waiting years. He's literally been waiting a year to get back in his beer garden on the little play area in the Bent Brook. And it was just uh, taken away because it's like everyone has it. Because this is the thing with the beer garden. Like I've not yet been to, uh, I know you said you went over there. I've not, because I'm just not organized enough. I'm not up to the, I'd, like for me, it's more spontaneous. You just want to go out. And because I think at the minute it must be quite hard unless you're really organized and you've got like a two hour slot here, then you coincide it with a two hour slot somewhere else. It's like you go out for two hours. You're only just starting by the time you've been moved on. So I think the ones who are really benefiting are the really sort of uh, organized teacher, you know, teachers, there's some organized teachers out there. They must be loving it because this is where I'm jealous of how organized some people are. But poor, poor man, kids, because this is the teacher who writes the lesson plan and she's getting through that lesson plan. No matter what happens, what's on the lesson plan is happening, whether it takes three hours after the lesson and he's, uh, I felt so sorry. Going- <laughs> Going back to your going back to your lack of organisation, I could never tell like the fact that you nearly drove to Scunthorpe, even though it was a full day Zoom. <laughs> knowing you, knowing you, you'd book two hours one Saturday, two hours five Saturdays later, and just be yeah. like, "What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean?" <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But um, yeah, I thought I just thought it was hilarious when the teacher was that telling was, me that. That's good. He'd bounce through the and whole. I, and day. Do you know what else? Do you know what else as well? I rate everyone listening to this who's had some great man kid times. I think their heart went out to the little man. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mate, we're one love, mate. We're with you. We're with you. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, let's just hope that Ben Brook hear this and they can give him a free little black currant cordial <laughs> as, a, as a little consolation prize blessing. Yeah. Uh, right, so that brings us to the end of another... I don't know where the time's gone there because we hardly got through any stories, really, did we? There was only a handful, but there's plenty more to get shared with the upcoming week uh, weekly episodes we're going to do. And, of course, if you've got a story, if you've got something that's happened, whether it's in school or a confession outside of school, a juicy one at that, head over to the website, com. You can share your stories there or you can DM them to to Mr. P's podcast Instagram account or you can send them me as well uh, and they might feature on an upcoming episode. Uh, Please do head to Amazon, pre-order the book for us, get your tickets for the live show, the live tour that's happening. And if you've not yet left the review on Apple Podcasts, please go over five star if you can. And uh, yeah, get involved in the podcast Facebook group uh, for all the sort of bants and things like that. Anything else to add, Adam? No, I just want to say uh, again, a massive thank you for all the support. We are going to be delivering weekly apps. We will try and make them an hour of nonstop banter. If you have started back this week or if you were back last week, uh, you know, hope you're keeping safe. Hope things are going well. And uh, just, yeah, onwards and upwards. Let's keep uh, let's keep the positivity air. <laughs> just got to get dismissed at the right time, haven't you? You can't on a yeah, Friday as well. <laughs> Poor lad. Poor lad. Right. Take it easy, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah.